question. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today on Psychos and Sociopaths, we are going over Robert Hansen, uh, the butcher baker, because he was actually a baker, but he ended up uh, doing crimes. And like I mentioned just before we started, there, can you hear me better? Like yeah. I mentioned just before we started filming, uh, I, I pulled up the page and it said mugshot of Hansen, and legitimately, I saw the word muggle. And I'm like, why the fuck am I thinking that? And you know what it is? Is it because one of the trailers before Spider-Man is the new Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beasts. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh. Did you notice something about that trailer, though? It's more like an origin story now. Uh, no, Johnny Depp wasn't in the trailer. Well, that's because they took care of his character. His character's at Azkaban now. No, at the end, of, but remember the uh, end of the last one. Uh, he ended up teleporting mm -hmm. with uh, the the human's uh, girlfriend. The last oh, part. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, she makes an appearance in that in that trailer too. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this guy uh, Robert uh, Poehler, who is originally from uh, Esterville, Iowa. Oh, and I found out something. That's really neat and interesting. Mm -hmm. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. You highlight the word so we don't seem all stupid like we usually are. Mm -hmm. Highlight the word, right-click it, go down to speech, start speech. Estevero. What word did you highlight here? Uh, the Estevero, uh, oh, Iowa. Oh, oh, Estevero, yeah. Oh, right. Like, okay, so I could do... Um, so when we had those really hard uh, names, we could just, like, highlight it and go down and go speech, and it'll actually... So we don't sound like... He died in 2014 of natural causes due to lingering health conditions at age 75. Thank you for pre uh, Professor Hawking. <laughs> uh, the things you find out when you're bored. Uh, but anyways, uh, he was born in 1939 and the son of a Danish immigrants following in his family's footsteps as a baker. Mm -hmm. um, uh, from what, he, what they're saying is he was painfully shy, afflicted with a stutter and uh, severe acne that left him permanently scarred. Which, you know, uh, it, it's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from... Uh, Battlestar Galactica, the, mm -hmm. the lead guy. Or, God, I, I You know. should have never shown me that trick. Oh, oh, God, yes. That's the spot right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> I am 12. <laughs> it just goes, it just goes with uh, what we, we, oh. Uh, what, our, our, uh, we'll get in a little on this, but uh, we actually, I actually hung out with Maria, our super David fan. David finally got to meet our super fan, and the fuckery commenced. It was, it was so fun, and and weird, it, but it was good weird. I mean, we'll get into it in the uh, next episode, but because uh, I, I want to finish this one up because it's a short one, yes. so I can get in the next one. Right, right, right. Because uh, we're we're doing this like uh, full on uh, 
uh, speed freak on this one. Because uh, we just hadn't had any time to get in the studio this week. No, none at all. Yeah, it was... Dude, it, it's been... Okay, so like at work, it's been... It's been boom, 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 go, 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 go. And then, like, Friday, we were supposed to be, you know, Friday was supposed to be kind of like a down day because, you know, there was rain in the area and everything like that. And lo and behold, it's like, okay, need to go take care of this customer that seemed like they had just called in yet again, but yet they called in a month ago. And it's like, well, why are we just now hearing about it? You know, so I, I went out there to take care of that guy. And... um we went back out to a job to, to kind of clean up like the little loose ends, you know, take care of that. It was fine, you know. And then we had a third job that needed to get done. But then the customer's like, well, no, because it might get rainy and blah, blah, blah. So they were like, well, we'll just wait. You know, it's like, okay, fine, great, thank you, awesome, you know. So, and then of course, yesterday with its, uh, <clears throat> how can I put this? Um, Fuckery? No, 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 no. No, because there was no degree of fuckery. Once we got up there, the, the job itself went off beautifully, like without a hitch. It, it's more like a... Uh, a commonality of befuddlement as to why the commencement time was set the way it was. The job was set for 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so we decided, well, we're going to get out there and see if they'll let us start early. So we got up there about 1, 1.30. Come to find out, we could have gotten up there in the morning and gotten it knocked out. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would have. Yeah. But it's okay, because the job it's, got it's, done. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyways, his first crime was he was arrested uh, for burning down the Pocahontas County Board of Education school bus garage uh, revenge for uh, his unpopularity in high school. I never got that far. I was unpopular in high school, but I never got that at far. At least at this point, he's just commit, you know, just resorting to arson. Yeah, and he's not going after like mass shootings yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. but he served uh, twenty months uh, on a three-year prison sentence and uh hold on gotta use my no no not like that there we go gotta get gotta find the word what is it anamosa state penitentiary uh penitentiary <laughs> i almost <laughs> stuffed the last part uh during his incarceration he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder manic depressive those well actually a lot of people like put those hand in hand sometimes now they do. They also use the periodic <coughs> schizophrenic episodes. Which they did that too. Yeah, they did. Uh, so he got hit with the Holy Trinity, I guess. Um, psychiatrist who made the diagnosis noted that he had an infantile personality and was obsessed with getting back at people who he felt had wronged him. Um, Hanson's wife filed for divorce when he was in, while he was incarcerated. Um, you know, so... It, I mean, okay, so look at, look at his mugshot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two words, one person. First word, first name, Steve. Second word, second name is last name, Buscemi. Look at him. He's like the Buscemi character from Big da- from uh, Billy Madison. Well, he didn't have 
he didn't have the Bushami character didn't have glasses, but yeah, I get what you're talking about. Okay. That, the people who wronged him. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, this guy's carrying a grudge. So he basically. Yeah, you know. Glad, so glad I called that guy. So, well, thank you. And then he notches his name off the list and then leans back on the couch and puts on lipstick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he he was eventually arrested for petty theft, uh, which he ended up having a second wife who had married in 1963 and whom had two children. In Anchorage, he was uh, well-liked by his neighbors and several local hunting records. Is that right? Sets, uh, sets, okay, set several hunting records. God, yeah, words are not working for me. Okay, but well, I've got in... this thought on my mind real quick. I know this is gonna be the last time I jump off the rails. Talking about the Buscemi characters, right? The, mm-hmm. the characters that Steve Buscemi plays. There is a fan theory that's going around that even though he's connected to different cinematic universes, that you know, ever since Marvel came out with the MCU, everybody's got to have their own cinematic universe, right? Yeah, but Steve Buscemi's character selection transcends he's a multiverse you know he's a multiversal character or actor so all of his characters are the same person that travel from one universe to the next okay think about it he played rock hound in, in armageddon right mm-hmm. he had destructive tendencies he was narcissistic um he was depressive and he had a death wish right okay and, and, and found himself getting into BDSM and, and sadism and stuff like that, right? Okay. Okay. The fan theory is that he went from the character he played in Billy Madison to the character that he played in Con Air, and you notice how he escaped. Yeah. Right? And then kind of faded off. Loved gambling, because the last time you saw him in the movie Con Air, he was playing craps. Okay. Right? I, I, I get where you're going from. Rockhound. Yeah. Loved to hang out in New Orleans. Loved to hang out in Vegas. Loved to gamble. Yeah. And New Orleans has a lot of gambling, too. It's the same guy. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. But anyways. Uh... And you never saw what happened to Mr. Pink and Reservoir Dogs, either. So that was like a part-time job for him. You assume Mr. Pink died because there was a hail of gunfire when he ran out of the building. But you never saw Mr. Pink die. Damn, that is, that is, that is a good theory. Okay, anyways, back to this guy. But in December 1971, uh, Hansen <laughs> uh, was arrested twice uh, for abducting and attempting rape of an identified housewife and then uh, for raping and unidentified sex worker he pleaded no contest to uh assaulting the, with the deadly weapon uh but he ended up basically he was sentenced for five years uh in prison did six then he was placed in a work release program and uh into a halfway house in 1976 uh hansen uh pleaded guilty for larceny after he was caught stealing a change at all from a anchorage fred mayer uh store is it was that like a store chain or something yeah like that? fred meyer is kind of like uh I've been to one, and it was when I lived in Washington State. So you get there, and it from the outside, it looks like uh, like a shopping center. 
Mm-hmm. But it's a huge grocery store that's got like different departments, and a lot of times you'll see those departments on the outside of the building. Like there was a comic book shop, a sandwich store, there was a yeah, coffee okay. shop. Basically like a Bucky's. Yeah, well, no. But you go in and you've got um, like a deli. Over here you've got a floral shop, and then as you keep walking in, you get like electronics, and then towards the back is the actual grocery store portion. No, oh, basically like the Walmarts we have now. Kind of, yeah, but it's okay. like Walmart with an air of sophistication, but yet still just white trash enough to where we get the same clientele shopping there. Yeah, okay, I could see but that. they have money because they live in the Northwest. Okay. Well, he was sentenced for five years for that and required uh, to receive psychological treatment for his bipolar disorder. Uh, and the Alaska Supreme Court reduced his sentence, and he was released in time served. Now, Hansen and his belief to begun with the uh, killing around 1972. Uh-huh. His most are okay. I'm gonna have to do it again. I did it once. There we go. I got it. I try to get Manatusca. Modus operandi. Modus operandi. That's where they get the initials MO from. Oh, okay. Uh, he was picking and today's learning moment was brought to you by me. <laughs> okay. uh, but he was uh, he picked up a sex worker in his car and forced her uh, at gunpoint to his cabin where he would rape her and he would then fly her out to his secluded area and hunt her as if she was uh, wild game and stabbing her. I guess where that, that's where they got those movies with the hunting people and everything. I mean, the guy's a shit pump, but you got to admit, though. I mean, he had he put some thought into that. He's like, if you can get away, you you can live. Yeah, but you're gonna get hunted. It, it's like that. Um, remember that 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 very short lived. Um, it was during the uh, like when we were flattening the curve. Uh, Quibi. Mm-hmm. There's that uh, Liam Hemsworth movie where he gets like a million dollars, but he's got to survive twenty four hours of being hunted. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. That's well, they cool. also had that one with the uh, iced tea, where he was like a bomb, and they put him out in the middle of nowhere, and they hunted him. But come to find out, he had like uh, special skills, like a lot of them. That was like in '93, I think. Hold on, I. Okay, here we go. Oh, Spider Man, setting all. Lines of records. Yeah. Bro. Dude, it had the third largest opening. And then over the weekend, I read somewhere like $253 million opening weekend so far. And they haven't even counted Sunday's box office yet. Oh, wow. I was like, dude. All right. So is Phil. Oh, Surviving the Game. Uh, 1994. Wow. All right. So here we go. 1994. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I watched that movie several times. I watched it. That's when I got introduced in uh, IST, and I, I liked him more as an actor than I did a rapper. Because he's my a really first, good actor. My first, um, I mean, I, I remember watching, my parents watched Fame when it was that TV series. Mm-hmm. So I remember IST from way back then. But back in the 80s, we had this. Turn your mic around. It's facing the wrong way. That's the reason. 
Is that better? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, yes, it, it is. is. Okay. <laughs> so in the 80s, we had this dance craze called breakdancing. Yeah. And Hollywood decided that they were going to create these movies called Break, Breakin', Breakin' 2, Electric Boogaloo. I remember Breaking 2. So they did the same thing with uh, uh, Just Dance or... Right. But with, yeah. No, but these were movies, not yeah. video games, right? No, no, no. There, there was movies. There was Just Dance. Oh, you're thinking... Like that. Uh, no, or, you're thinking uh, Get Up. Step It Up. Step It Up. There, there we, we go. go. Um, Breaking 2, The Electric Boogaloo, right? Ice-T got up on the stage during this like public concert or whatever, and he had a fishnet tank top on, mm-hmm. and he was talking about... He was, start, he was rapping about love. And I was like... No, but then shortly thereafter, I mean, he came out as Ice T, the rapper. You know, yeah. That was before he uh, he got together with his um, his uh, self proclaimed fuck doll Coco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that has been his ride or die, dude, for like ever. They have been together me, for a hot minute. Me and Maria was talking about one of the. Uh, uh, friends of mine's uh, wife that I, I said the same thing. I was like, dude, this chick was so stupid. All she was good for is just using it just in case you just didn't want to masturbate. She was a masturbation doll. That's basically all it was. No, that would have been Shaq's second wife. A short little Asian girl that stood literally about this tall. That height, do you? I, I seriously think like just, she didn't even come up <coughs> at the bottom of his sack, like man. Thor, have you ever seen uh, Thorson, the guy that played the mountain? Yeah, his wife. Yeah, she. Tiny. I mean, she. She's basically like a, a she's life a, size. She, she's uh, a flesh uh, pocket. Yes, or fle- fleshlight. Fleshlight. Yeah. yeah, no, I remember seeing the meme whenever like the first picture of Shaq and his second wife came out. It was like rest, you know, our, you know, rest in peace, her pussy. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was sitting there thinking, oh. Oh, oh, that's got to hurt. Yeah. Like, I'm a dude, and I'm thinking, that's got to hurt him too, right? I mean, you, man, ain't no wonder they didn't last. But anyways, I'm... We're, we're Why she's in a wheelchair now. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Colostomy bag. Oh, 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 oh. All right, anyways, so we're getting back to Hanson. Yeah. Um. So they said they... they they thought that he started killing around 72. His, his modus operandi, or M.O., was to pick up a sex worker in his car, force her gunpoint to his cabin, and uh, where he would rape her and then fly her out to the secluded area and hunt her if uh, she were a wall game before shooting or stabbing. Um, see, this dude, it, it, you said short episode because there's not a lot of hear about him, but... Every time I read something or I hear something or I see something in this article, it makes me think of a movie reference. Yeah. On June 13th of 1983, Hanson offered a 17-year-old Cindy Paulson $200 to perform oral sex, right? All I can hear is Fight Club. His name was Robert Paulson. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Robert Paulson had bitch tits. Yeah. Yeah. Um. She got into the car. He pulled out a gun, drove her to his home in, in uh, Muldoon. Uh, there, he held her captive and proceeded to rape and torture her. She later told police that after Hanson chained her by the neck to a post in the house's basement, he took a nap on a nearby couch. When he awoke, he put her in his car and took her to Merrill Field Airport, where he told her that he intended to take her out to his cabin, a shack in the uh, uh, Nick River area of the Manitouska Sunista, uh, Sunita Valley, 
Sus Susanita. There we go. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Shut up. Don't, 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 don't use your high tech. No. <laughs> Accessible by voter only or, or Bush plane. Olson you know what? We can call that my uh, Stephen Hawking voice. Don't use your Stephen Hawking voice on me. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't. Don't Stephen Hawking me. There we go. Don't Stephen Hawking me. Don't, don't, don't go Hawking on me, okay? There we go. All right. No, because you got, you got uh, Evan Hawking or, or the actor. So you have to do the full thing. You talking Hawking. about Ethan Hawking? Ethan or Ethan Hawking. Ethan Hawk Hawking? Yeah. Ethan Hawk. Is it Ethan Hawk? I thought Ethan it was Hawk. Hawking. No. Ethan Hawk. Yeah. That Ethan Hawk. No, it's Hawking. Nope. I will wait. Yeah, it's Hawking. No, it's not. It has a E at the end. Ethan Hawk. You are adding an ing, you illiterate fuck. Ethan. Damn it. Ethan Hawk. Damn it. All right, you win See, this round, sir. Professor Hawking even knew the difference. <coughs> There's a group called Three Brain, and they've got a song called Gonads and Strife. And there's Ethan Hawking. See what I did there? Yeah. Stephen Hawking is in that song. <laughs> it's oh. not, not physically in the song, but they, they make a reference to him because he's in a wheelchair and he's going down the hill really fast. He's like, Mother, motherfucker, wee! Anyway. Um, it was surprises me that man had like three wives. <sighs> yeah. Anyways. Um, so uh, he, he made her get in and crouch in the back seat of the car. He cuffed her wrists to the front and in front of her body. She saw a chance to escape when he was busy loading the cockpit of his airplane. Um, it was a Piper PA-18 Super Cub. While Hanson's back was turned, she crawled out of the back seat, opened the driver's side door, and ran toward nearby okay. 6th Avenue. Um, Paulson later told police that she had left her blue sneakers on the passenger side floor of the sedan's back seat as evidence that she had been in the car. Um, uh, Hanson panicked and chased her, but Paulson made it to the 6th Avenue first and managed to flag down a passing truck. The driver, Robert Yount, alarmed by Paulson's disheveled appearance, stopped and picked her up. He drove her to the Mush Inn. That's that's an appropriate name for 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 a fuck motel. Bush Inn? No, Mush. Mush, mush Inn, yeah. You know, because it's in Alaska, like mush, like dog sled teams, but, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of saying smash, you're like, oh, I'm going to mush. Anyways, um, where she jumped out of the truck and ran inside. While she pleaded with the clerk to phone her boyfriend at the Big Timber Motel, <laughs> Yelp continued to... We're so continued on, Right, continued on to work, where he called the police to report the barefoot handcuffed woman. Uh, when the Anchorage Police Department uh, officers arrived at the Mush Inn, they were told that, or they were told that uh, Paulson had taken a cab to the Big Timber Motel. <laughs> APD officers arrived at room 110 of the Big Timber Motel and found Paulson still handcuffed and alone. She was taken to APD headquarters, where she described the perpetrator, Hanson. When questioned by APD officers, uh, he denied the accusation, stating that Paulson was just trying to cause trouble for him because he would not, he would not pay her extortion demands. Although Hanson had several prior run-ins with the law, his meek demeanor and humble occupation as a baker, along with an alibi from his friend John Henning, kept him from being considered as a serious suspect. Detective Glenn Floth of the Alaska State Troopers 
had been part of a team investigating the discovery of several bodies in and around Anchorage. Seward and the Manitouska Susinita. Susinita. There we go. Susinita. You know what? No, don't do it. I'm doing it. Don't do it. I'm doing it. Do, do. Professor Hawking, we need you. Yeah, no. You were just... You failed miserably. You failed this city, Mr. Hawking. Go back to your coffin. Um, Susan Tanania. Yeah, yeah, anyways. We're just going to call it the MS Valley. Um, not to be confused with muscular sclerosis. Yeah. Yeah, not... Okay, that, that this, I was like, where are I? Heard? Okay. The first of the bodies was found by construction workers near uh, Iklunuta. We're going to call it... Uh, yeah, we're going to call it E-Road. Um, the body dubbed... <laughs> Annie. Which is no, 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 no. <laughs> Ikletna. Okay, sure. All right, we're going to go with that. Ikletna Annie. That, that, that just, that is not a cool name. By investigators, has never been identified. That was later, her fucking name. Right. Um, later that year, the body of Joanna Messina, not to be confused with Jody Messina, the country music star. Well, I say star. Singer. Performer. Anyways, was discovered in a gravel pit near Seward. And in 1982, the remains of 23-year-old Sherry Morrow were discovered in a shallow grave near the Nick River. Floth believed all three women had been murdered by the same perpetrator. He contacted the FBI and Special Agent John John Douglas and requested help with an offender profile based on the three recovered bodies. Douglas thought the killer would be an experienced hunter with low self-esteem, have a history of being rejected by women, and would feel compelled to keep souvenirs of his murders, such as a victim, such as the victim's jewelry. Um, he also suggested that the assailant might stutter. Using this profile, Floth investigated possible suspects until he okay. reached Hanson, who fit the profile and owned a plane. I remember. I, I knew I remember that name. It was the uh, guy that was uh, they did on uh, Criminal Minds. Not right. Criminal Minds. Uh, da, 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 yeah. Mindhunter? Mindhunter. That yeah, way. There we go. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, supported by Polson's testimony and Douglas's profile, Floth and the APD secured a warrant to search Hanson's plane, vehicles, and home. In 27 October of 83, investigators uncovered jewelry belonging to some of the missing women as well as an array of firearms in a corner hideaway of Hanson's attic. It was also found, uh, also found was an aeronautical chart with 37 little X marks on it behind it, or uh, hidden behind Hanson's headboard. Many of these marks matched sites where prior bodies had been found. Others were discovered later at the locations marked on Hanson's murder map. That's why you don't keep a fucking map. That's military 101, right? If you're going to be overrun, burn that shit. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, when confronted with the evidence found in his home, Hanson denied it as long as he could, but eventually began to blame the women and just uh, to justify his actions. Eventually, confessing to each item of evidence as it was presented to him, he admitted to a spree of attacks against Alaskan women starting in 71. Hanson's earliest victims were girls or young women, usually between the ages of 16 and 19, and not prostitutes, unlike the victims who led to this discovery. Uh, the last part is his imprisonment. Once arrested, Han uh, Hansen was charged with assault, kidnapping, multiple weapon offenses, theft, insurance fraud. That's how he got his uh, plane. Uh, uh, at the trial, he claimed his later re uh, recovered the trophies in his backyard, but forgot to inform the uh, ins insurer. Mm -hmm. 
uh, only after a ballistic test returned uh, a match between bullets found at the crime scene and uh, Hansen's rifle. Did they enter into a plea bargain? Uh, he plea bargained for four homicides. The police had evidence for uh, Morrow, Marisna, uh, Guling, 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 and uh, Annie. Mm-hmm. And provided details about uh, his other victim in return was serving his sentence in federal prison, uh, prison along uh, along with no pub, uh, publicity in the press. Another condition of the plea bargain was his participating in uh, deciphering the markings on his uh, aviation map and locating his victim's bodies. So basically, he copped out from getting murky murked to serving, I think he got, let's see here, 461 years to life. Yeah. Um, he died, like Professor Hawking alluded to at the beginning of the episode, he died on August 21st, 2014. Um, he died 75 years old at the Alaska Regional Hospital in Anchorage due to natural causes from lingering health concerns. Um, doesn't necessarily give what those, con- uh, let's see here, doesn't give what those health conditions were, but all the less. Usually natural causes is either cancer or heart attack. Yeah, probably heart attack or, you know, something. But, I mean, fact, I mean, hell, the guy lived, what, 74, right? Is what 75. It said? 75, yeah. yeah. So he died 75 years old. I mean, to be completely... Con- <sighs> Yeah, I mean he's he's gone. He's not on this plane of existence anymore. So I mean it doesn't matter. But uh, you know it, the problem. You know, and I think if he had been properly it, medicated, really. I, well, well, I don't know about well. I'm, I'm saying even even if he was properly medicated, the fact that he was keeping stuff. Who keeps souvenirs? Serial killers, right? But it's like most of the time when, the, uh, from what I've been reading on a lot of this stuff, and there's a joke at the end of this, and I'll, I'll tell it for uh, the angry faithful of what I need to do uh, often. But uh, <clears throat> what a lot of uh, psychologists think that uh, those trophies. Aren't mm-hmm. technically trophy trophies. They're remem- well, they're, they're they're trophies, but they're more rem- remembrance. So they get a kind of a like an offshoot high. So until they do their next killing, right? That's basically all that is. It, it's it, it's that they get like uh, it's like oh, man, what uh, best way to describe it? Well. Okay, the best. This is this is going to be the strangest, but this has actually happened to me. The best way to describe it is like uh, uh, giving uh, verbatim of reference of the sexual orientation that uh, you and your partner did, like the night before. Yeah. And the woman actually comes. I mean, that, that's actually possible. Yeah, I've I've done that before. I was just talking about what we did last night, and I wanted to see if we can, you know, amp up the game. And she just started like, oh. I was like, what, really? That was it? I I don't know to feel like, you know, good or bad about that. But 
I guess I, that's it with this one because we still got to get one more episode in. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh, uh, the funny thing about this, and we're going to do it on this show, is uh, uh, last week, I think I told you that. I don't know if I, we didn't do it on the show. Is uh, I was taking care of a, a, a fence, mm-hmm. and I had so I had it uh, chop some tree uh, tree limbs down with an axe, and I just went to the range, and you know me, I use duct tape instead of staples to put the targets up. So I had a roll of duct tape in, in my uh, uh, back into my car, and I was like looking at this when I was going to work. I was like, Ugh. one, I gotta clear my browser here, and two, I gotta put that freaking axe and duct tape somewhere else in the freaking car. Well, any lawyer, defense lawyer that's worth their time will tell you that if you're going to carry around a bat in the back of your car, carry a, b- a ball and a glove with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I mean, I mean, if I'm carrying an axe and I'm carrying duct tape, it's the same kind of thing, but it's in the bad column. Yeah. It's, it's like, what's this duct tape for? What's this? What's this? What's this 550 cord for? You've obviously never served a day in the military, have you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so. But anyways, I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. And this is Psychos and Sociopaths. Thanks for watching. Yes. <laughs>